Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I have another message that I'm super excited to share with you. And I know I say that all the time, but it's totally true because I love that I get to do this and I love that you keep coming back to hear this. So thank you so much for being here. And I have a request for you. So I know I always ask, if you like the message, send me a message, take me on Instagram. I mean, always, always, always do that. I love hearing from you. And when you tell me, that these messages are really resonating with you. Like that's, I need that too. I need that feedback because like, I'm just out here doing this. And sometimes it feels like I'm talking to myself. But when you send me those messages, I know I'm not by myself. But what I wanted to ask you is if you would nominate me for something. I'm on a committee. It's called Winnipeg Nightlife Awards. So WNLA.ca. So you don't need to be in Winnipeg to, um, to nominate me. So I'm asking you shamelessly if you would do that, wnla.ca or Winnipeg Nightlife Awards on Instagram. And it's like super easy to nominate. So you just put in your name, email, phone number, and then there's 14 categories. And I would be in the category of radio host slash podcast host of the year. And so this is based on like services provided for 2022. And then you just you put Jess Kadumas, the Confidence and Communication Podcast. So it's like super easy. I'm going to ask you if you would do that, please. And thank you. After February 14th, or actually after February 21st, I'll send another reminder for voting, but I would really appreciate that. So thank you in advance for nominating me for this award. And I'm so honored to put on my biography that the Confidence and Communication Podcast is podcast of the year for 2022. Thank you. It's fucking wild. Okay, so let's get into the message. What I want to talk about today is how we tolerate bullshit. I'm calling this message a little prick can go a long way. I don't know why. I don't know where that actually came from. But as I share my story, then maybe we'll figure out where that came from. But I want to talk about like why we tolerate bullshit. And I also want to talk about like why we do it, how do we detect it and what you can do about it. And as usual, like I'm excited about this topic. This is something that's definitely going in my book. And I hope to have my book done in a couple of months, which means I need, I need to get my ass moving. But yeah, that's what's up. So this message comes from an Instagram message that I shared. It was a reflection, a story that's going in my book. I put on these thick black wool socks that I bought a couple months ago. 
And they're really cute. Like I, they're just plain black wool socks, but the outfit that I wore with them was really cute. This doesn't apply to anything, <laughs> but they were just really cute. I just, I felt cute in these black socks. So weird, right? Anyway, I put on these socks. My outfit looked hot. I loved it. I finished getting ready and I left the house. But I tell you, as soon as I had these socks on, I knew that there was like a tag or there was something that was like jamming on two sides of my leg on just like one sock. And I I had a feeling I knew what it was. Like, I know that like there has just been times before in the past, like, you know, when you're wearing a shirt and there's like a tag that's like really thick or something, or even on the back of bras, why the fuck are tags so big on the back of bras? So anyway, I feel this, I feel this poking on both sides of my leg as I'm putting on my boots, as I'm going out, as I'm going along throughout my day. And it was annoying. I knew it was there, but I'm just like, whatever, like I'm busy, you know, warming up my car, walking my dog, meeting a friend for lunch, going to get my nails done. And I'm just like going on with my day. And it wasn't until like probably six or seven hours later. I'm at home. I'm actually sitting on the toilet, okay? TMI, I don't care. And I'm like, what the fuck is in my sock that's been pissing me off all day? So I did, I lean over, I stick my hand in the sock, and I can see like that plastic, I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's used to hold the packaging together. You know what I'm talking about. And it was lodged in on both sides of the sock. So I needed to like put my hand in the sock to loosen up the threads because I didn't want to rip the threads, which is probably why I got stuck in there in the first place. And so I had one on each side of my leg. And I looked at it and I'm just like, why did I leave that in there all day? I knew something was on my leg bugging me and poking me. Why did I just leave it? And it took me probably 30 seconds, 30 fucking seconds out of my life to fix it. But I allowed myself to just suffer through it throughout the day. And yeah, it's not, you know, it wasn't like a a pin came undone and was poking me every time I, you know, sat down or something. It was minor, but it was uncomfortable. I could fucking feel it poking me both sides of my leg for at least six hours of my day. And of course, this just like for me brought up like this huge like reflection and like, why do I tolerate this shit? And then what is this an example of? So, I mean, overall, what I'm saying is I went throughout the whole day being uncomfortable. There was discomfort. And all I had to do was take 30 seconds. All I had to do was put myself first for 30 seconds. All I had to do was recognize just because something's not right. Let's look at it. Let's not just ignore it. Let's look at it and see what we can do about it. And let's make a decision and and fix it. But I didn't do that. I tolerated that little prick on both sides of my leg in my sock for a whole fucking day. For six hours of my fucking day. So again, this is like a description of the bullshit that we tolerate in life. So what does that look like in a bigger sense? So Examples of tolerating bullshit, things that are inconvenient, uncomfortable. Examples are staying in relationships that are, maybe they're just unsatisfying. Maybe they're bad and we know they're bad, 
but we stay. Or we stay in jobs where we're not treated well or we're unfulfilled. Or we're just fucking just feel stuck and we just stay there. Or maybe we're on a path in life that we think is set out for us. We think like either this is what others expect us to do or it's what we just thought we would do. And we just keep going on that path, even though it doesn't feel right. Well, you know, this is, this is the plan. So I may as well just stay on the plan, even though it doesn't feel right. Right? So, uh, <laughs> not that you need, I think I talk enough about how I don't have a university degree. So I'm about to make some comments of <laughs> like psychological reasons why we do this based on the internet. Right? That's where my education comes from. Plus, I know a lot of really smart people, and feel free to correct me. I'm not offended. But there's a psychological reason that we tolerate the shit that we do. There's a physical, emotional, or a relational, there's some sort of benefit that accompanies the thing that we're tolerating. So, when it comes to relationships, for example, if we're staying in unsatisfying relationships, that was me, right? I've shared a tiny bit about ending a 10-year relationship. It wasn't a bad relationship, but it was unsatisfying in many ways. But I stayed because I was getting some sort of benefit, right? I had a partner who wasn't actually my best friend, but he was, you know, he was a good person. We got along and, you know, I had some relationship support and benefits. Um, When it comes to jobs, We stay in jobs because we know what to expect. We know that we're going to get a salary. We know that it's comfortable. You know, we we know what to expect. And when it comes to staying on the path of you know what we what we're just following a plan, right? We're just this. We said this is the plan. They said this is the plan. So this is the plan, and we we do that because again we know what to expect and. In knowing what to expect, there's a level of safety, right? Whether or not it's it's not comfort, but it's safe because getting out of those things, getting out of difficult relationships or unsatisfying relationships, unfulfilled jobs, changing the path, like that shit can be scary. It's not comfortable. It's scary. You feel like you're the only one. You feel like no one understands. You feel like you're trying to climb this mountain. And you have no fucking idea how you're going to climb that mountain. And you don't know what the way, you can't see the end of the road. You can't see the big plan. You can't see the big picture. It's fucking scary. So there's these reasons, emotional, physical, relational. There's there's these reasons. There's these benefits of why we stay. So those are some of the reasons why we tolerate it, right? For that secondary gain, for that bullshit. It's actually just bullshit. But... If you go deeper than that, the reason that we do that is we're scared because, as I said, this shit can be scary, but we don't believe that we're worthy enough for the change. And so that for me, like screams out loud. Here's another story. Let me know if this makes any sense. But when I was younger, I was a very quiet person. You talk to some of my friends from high school. I was not the person in the middle of the room with the mic. No, I was at the back of the room. I was skipping school. I was like, don't talk to me. I'm not worthy. That was me. And so I become a mom at 19 or 20 years old. And now I have this son. And so I was like very insecure. 
I was just ashamed. I would never speak up, put my hand up. I didn't want to be seen. Like, let me blend in. I was born to blend in. So I thought, you know, just let me hide in the back of the room with the shadows. But when I had a son, all of a sudden, I knew I needed to speak up. If there were things that I didn't like, so for example, I struggled spending time with my family, you know, having alcoholics in the family, I was scared to leave my son with them at any time. And being a young mom, I needed help. And so I had to speak up for my son. I had to speak up when I needed a babysitter to say, are you going to be sober and don't drink until I pick him up? And like having that conversation was really hard for me. I could never do it for myself, but I could say it for my son. And so that was where I got, I used that leverage. I got a little bit of leverage from having the confidence to be able to speak up for him. And then years later, it occurred to me that I wasn't worthy enough to be spoken up for. I didn't believe that I was worthy enough to speak up for myself. And I think that unworthiness, not I think, I know that unworthiness, I brought into everything, right? That's why I stayed in crappy relationships. And even though my self-worth over the years has grown as a woman, like I'm talking about like my late 30s is when it really started to show, I think I can say. And now I know that I'm still worthy, even though there are times I still put up with bullshit, right? I still put up with that fucking prick in my socks. Because of that level of familiarity and because of that, you know, level of safety and knowing. And after being a parent for a while and learning to love myself and respect myself and find worthiness in myself, then I start to realize and recognize that, yeah, I am worthy. I am worthy of, you know, taking that 30 seconds and leaning over and pulling that little prick out of my socks. So now here are some things that we can do. So the first first thing you can do is, first of all, fucking detect it. <laughs> Stop ignoring the little motherfucker. So when there's something that doesn't feel right, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your job, whether it's the life plan, whether it's, you know, something just isn't fitting right, you know, like there's a prick in your socks or there's a um, something poking at the back of your the tags on your bra, or there's just something in your house that doesn't fit right. No matter what it is, whatever's coming to mind for you right now, wherever you feel like there's something that you're ignoring, that's that little prick, you know what it is. First thing you can do is just detect it and recognize something doesn't feel right and I don't have to tolerate this. It's okay for me to stop. I am worthy. I am worthy enough to stop recognize, okay, what is this? What's going on? Detecting it and stop ignoring it. That's the first thing that you got to do. Like you are worthy of it and just assess it, recognize it. Like what would you prefer? You know, in these cute black socks, like they, they look pretty cute in my outfit. I want to wear them. I prefer that, but I prefer that I don't have this like scratchy plastic poking into my leg. You know, that's what I prefer. Is that so much to fucking ask? But when it comes to the relationship thing, you know, there are certain things that, you know, in that 10-year relationship that I just, I wasn't happy with anymore. I was detecting it. And there was something else that I, I wanted to prefer. 
right? So I had to assess it. And then, drum roll please, if I knew how to do that, I would. I probably could do it, but I don't want to. <laughs> the next thing you got to do is you got to start making some decisions. You have to make decisions. And making big decisions can be really fucking scary. But you need to spend some time focusing on what it is that you prefer, you know, where it is that you want to go in your life, because that's a different energy. There's a different energy of being in fear and worry and like before a decision. That's a certain energy. And when you're in that energy, you're exerting that energy, you're exerting that fear and you're attracting it like a magnet, right? Just think of like a vortex and um, I'm moving my hands like in this weird circle that you can't see. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the words to describe it. But you have to make some big decisions and you need to get clear on what you prefer, where you want to go. And you don't have to know the how, you just have to know where it is that you want to go. Because you can't be in that, that worry energy, that fear of before making the decision energy, you can't be there and get where you want to go. It's making the decision that changes the energy. It's making the decision, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. I'm moving into what it is that I prefer. I'm moving into that. I'm moving into that to embody it. I'm making the decision. And you're not going to feel that shift until you make a decision. Okay, this is what's coming to mind for me. So again, the 10-year relationship. I was out one afternoon and it was just time. I was like, you know what? Like, this is not working for me. I don't like it. I was feeling really emotional. Nothing bad was going on in the relationship. It was just what? It just, it was just it. It was just being. And so I went for this drive, got myself a Starbucks and I phoned my friend Destiny. And I was like, I think I'm going to break up with him today. And she's shocked. She's like, what? Where did this come from? And I was like, you know what? I just, I'm really feeling this. And I really need to do this. And I needed to, you know, call a girlfriend to talk it through. And she said some really comforting things that there's not really any point in going into right now. However, I could feel the shift happening in my body. Like I literally fucking felt a shift. Like it was almost like a switch went through my body and I could feel it in my chest. Because I'd made the decision, yes, it's time this is what I want to do. I need to do this. And so I made the decision. I felt this fucking shift. And then I started crying. And I was like, yeah, this is the right decision. And I knew then I wasn't going back. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I knew it was going to be a big, scary decision. And there was a lot of things that I had to carry out in order to make it happen. But, but it was crazy how making that decision changed my energy from, you know, that worry, fear, doubt, and all the stuff that you feel before a decision. And afterward, there was just like certainty. The decision was already made. I was no longer wavering on the decision. It was concrete. It's pretty cool. Like when I thought about it afterward, I was just like, wow, like I love being an energetic being. I love being aware of that. I love what I've experienced. It helps me recognize how powerful I am. And it was pretty cool. So you have to make big decisions. So these, this is what I want to leave you with. Please stop tolerating bullshit. You are worthy of more. When something doesn't feel like it's what you want in your life, choose again and keep choosing and re-choosing and clarifying and choosing again based on your personal mission, your passion, your life goal. Get clear on what that is. And if you need to change it as you're moving forward, just go ahead and change it because you are worth the effort. 
the results of what you truly desire in your heart is real and it already exists. You just need to choose it because you're worthy of that result. And practice, like it, some of this stuff is, is hard, but you have to practice it. You have to practice embodying. You have to practice choosing. Just go, even if it doesn't feel like I don't have the energy to embody it, just keep choosing it and keep practicing choosing it. I don't know if that makes any sense. I, I know I could see it. And if, if you're following me, then amen for you, sister, but just keep choosing it. Okay. Because you're worth the effort. The result that you desire is real and you are worthy of that result. It already exists. Okay. Feel that. Take that. I love you. Share this with your friends. Don't forget to vote for me at WNLA.ca. You got to nominate first. That would be so fabulous. I love you. Bye. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jessicadumas.ca.